Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Steve Coonan earlier today, Mike, uh, and he's like, Mike, don't comment. We're ta- that was the play that happened last night. Yeah, that was the Dylan Brooks nonsense. And what's funny is just a few weeks ago out in Los Angeles, for those who don't remember, the, uh, the, the one thing, they are becoming like the bad boys or the villains of the Western Conference. Memphis runs their mouth. They're talking about their legacy. Legacy haven't won anything yet. But you remember Shannon Sharp sitting courtside yeah. at Staples Center, and it starts off with him and going, going town. He was because he, I guess, he made some comments on their show, Skip, about Memphis. And then they had won, what, 11 in a row? Then they started this losing streak. Well, last night, if you didn't see it, Dylan Brooks gets rejected by the Cavs in the paint. And all of a sudden, boom, uh, he grabs uh, Donovan Mitchell, actually just reaches up and whacks Donovan Mitchell right in the jimmy. He did. And it was dirty because of the way that it transpired. This wasn't an accident where I'm trying to do a basketball move and, oh, by the way, my knee hit you in the private. This was I'm on the floor and I'm going to roll over right. with my fist clenched and, oh, hit you right in the spot. And then Donovan obviously took offense to it. He right. throws the ball at him, and it's on. And uh, I expect we haven't seen anything, Turtle, Squid, about suspensions, but we expect that to happen. But now I'm kind of wishing that Shannon Sharp did take it another level and just take off that ridiculous sweater and just go to work on Dylan because this guy looks like he deserves a whooping. Well, when Shannon said to Dylan, you know, he couldn't guard LeBron, that was what started it. And then they started popping off, and then obviously Ja's father got involved, and, you know, he was, I bet you won't. Um, so it got escalated and he apologized, but the point was Dylan is kind of, he's pulling these punk moves. Everybody wants to be Draymond Green now. Everybody, right. Everybody wants to be Rodman. You got an entire group of guys in the league now that want to be that edgy badass guy, or yep. at least have yep. the swagger. And look, maybe Memphis needs some of that toughness if they're going to advance this year and go all the way to the finals. But he is a guy now in the black hat. He's become a, he's like a guy you root against. Well, and, and here's the deal. If you're going to be that dude, be that dude. Right. Don't try to be a nice guy and be like, well, I didn't really mean to do it. Like, he needs the owner. Yeah, I, I went to hit him because I didn't like the way he fouled me. But we won't hear that. I doubt we'll hear that from him. Either way, that was the play last night everybody was talking about. Meanwhile, if you're just joining us, Kyrie Irving has asked for a trade out of Brooklyn. Here's the timeline. And this is what's weird. You guys remember, he turns down an extension with Brooklyn. Okay, this is before the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Then he requested a trade. Then he came back, and then there was all the stuff that was going on with the the movie release and the anti-Semitism stuff that he was dealing with, and then he had, you know, they suspended him, and then, Mike, he requested an extension. 
but then now he's requesting a trade. I, I don't know what Kyrie wants. What I do know is this experiment with Kyrie, KD, the beard at the time, is over because they traded for Simmons, and now you're telling me Kyrie, he's demanding a trade before the trade deadline. That team looks completely <laughs> different. And by the way, right. Kevin Durant, you should have never left Golden State. And if you remember, Kevin Durant put a gun to the Nets' head earlier this preseason because he had a bunch of uh, demands, and the Nets had to make some concessions, and eventually one of those was Nash got, got pretty quickly. That's right. Uh, and they got a great coach in Jacques Vaughn. I mean, so you know, makes you wonder what we could do with a younger guy. But uh, getting back to the, the Nets, yeah, man, this is a train wreck. And the good news is they might be a team, if they don't get the trade right, that falls out of uh, being ahead of us in the Eastern Conference if we can ever get on that run we've been talking about. But, okay, where's he going to go? On the Monopoly board, brrr, that is the NBA, everybody immediately pencils in the Lakers. They're like, can the Lakers pull this off? So then you'd have – it would be like the big three, Durant, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, hopefully not in a suit, and you get Westbrook to the Nets. Good, I mean, that's when you have to get Westbrook off the payroll, No right? doubt, no doubt. Uh, I'm ready to go. And, and then Durant will then have another nervous breakdown because he's got to play with Westbrook again. He's coming off the bench. He's actually bought into his role. I'm talking about Westbrook. Um, what is that role, by the way? Well, six man. I mean, I, mean, I was being a wise guy. Oh, oh yeah. gotcha. Yeah, no, listen, he's, he's actually playing better than he did last year. I don't know what was going on with him last year. He couldn't shoot and all that stuff. But the bottom line is, yeah, you're talking about teams that are contending, Mike. Phoenix is interested. Mm. Dallas, if he goes to Dallas, and here's the thing, Mark Cuban's willing to take a risk. Cuban's like, dude, if we get to the – we were in the Western Conference Finals last year. If, if you get Kyrie, does he put you over the top with Luka to get you back to an NBA Finals? I think he's willing to risk that. So even if you know he's not going to, you know, re-sign with you. Now, I know Hawks fans have been asking us this all day. Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. What about him coming here, guys? No, no. Yeah. First off, guys, remember when they went, when, uh, when uh, Stan Caston and company sent Neek to L.A. and they brought Danny Manning in here when yeah. we were in first place and Jordan was playing baseball and that was probably the Hawks' best chance other than our, us two years ago to win a title? Well, guess what? Manning splits, just like Mark Teixeira when they made the trade with the Braves. You got you to gotta make sure the guy is going to stay here. That's right. And that's why it's important that DeJounte Murray stays here because we gave up too much to, if he leaves in two years. Anyway, getting back to your initial point, you can't give up everything. They'd want Trey or they'd want uh, DeJounte. They want something big. And then this guy's here for three months. You don't win the Eastern Conference, and he's gone. And you're dead in the water. And then we're back. And then we're going to be, hey, there's Tony Ressler's wife at the NBA lottery for five years. That's stupid. Yeah, I, I actually think, you know, I will never say never. But I also will tell you um, that it's unlikely. And that's kind of where I'm at. And you've got to give up way too much. That's So it's not, you know, oh, I would never say that because somebody will do something silly, Mike. And by the way, if you're Landry Fields, Mike, and you want to make a splash, here's your opportunity. You want to change up this roster and, 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 and you know, affect it in a different way? Right. You could do this. But here's the thing. It could cost you your job, too, because if he leaves and it doesn't work and you've lost out on two stars, to your point, so I don't think – it's unlikely that it will happen, but I will never say never. 404-741-0929. I think there are other teams that are more capable to take on a trade like this, yeah. and uh, I, I will expect Kyrie to be somewhere else. But the timeline is weird only because it was, I want out. I, I'm fine. I want back in. Uh, oh, I love Kevin Durant. We're playing great together. Oh, oh wait a minute. I want out again. What do oh. you want? Yeah, and again, you know, last year, know. He, you know, he couldn't play at the home games. Like New York did have some wacky rules about the vaccination, but he, there was that routine. Then he goes and does the ridiculous, insane, anti-Semitic nonsense that he's uh, pr- promoting. And you know, he, he, you could argue we got away on a slap on a wrist on that one. 
But now they want some they want some assurances that he's not going to be not on the floor moving forward, but they're going to give him $128 million. And so this is the world we live in. A guy is a colossal flake and now can demand a trade and ruin the next season. 404-741-0929. Now what about our season? Hawks at Jazz tonight. Uh, we got to take care of business, man. We do. Both of these teams are similar when you talk about their record. Jazz have just played better, I think, overall. Been a little bit more consistent, but they're tough at home. Um, and then we get the Nuggets tomorrow. Nate was talking about the ball movement, Mike. This is one of the reasons why we were able to do what we did against the Suns. Will we be able to do it tonight against the Jazz, Nate? I played a full 48 minutes. Ten different guys hitting three-pointers. I mean, what does that say about, as you mentioned, the work that Trey and, and DeJounte did tonight? Well, ball movement, 18 assists. Um, when you're getting downhill and you're moving the ball, uh, sharing the basketball, uh, you know, things like that can happen. And, uh, you know, I thought tonight we did a good job of moving the ball, uh, getting the ball to the open man, and our guys, they were able to knock down shots tonight. Can we do that tonight? Yeah, I mean, get on a run. And by the way, Trey could still make the All-Star team if somebody taps out, which is, you know. That's not the same. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, you know, it does build the resume when you're trying to get to Springfield, right? Well, you know, you get yes, because at, ultimately they say he was an All-Star 19 times. They right. don't look at somebody bailing out or an injury. But right. it's not the same, Mike. Right, if you're going to respect me, put me in the All-Star game as I deserve to be there. Let me, <laughs> Let me run this at you, and you tell me. If I if I'm if I'm onto something here, if this encapsulates what we've been yapping about the last what ninety minutes, all right. Guy hit me up and said, you know, we're, we're banging on Trey, and he goes, he signed a big contract. Let him enjoy the fruits of his labor. Maybe we'll get a better version. I'm like, all right. I said, look, he elevated his game two years ago, right? We all agree. It was that's what made him the trade, which got him that deal. Since then, the stats are there, but the superstar isn't. Mm. How's that sound? I think you're right, that, and that's why he's not on the All Star team. Yeah, his his stock has taken a hit. Statistically, he should be one of the elites. He's right up there, top you know, top three in assists, top thirteen in points. You know, but it's is the wow stuff. I mean, that's what we're looking for. You laid it out. You talked about Luca. You talked about Giannis. You talked about John Morant, Dame Lillard, Jason Tatum. All those guys take games over, and I can't see. I've seen a lot of that this year. Yeah, it's a fair from it's, Trey. It's a fair assessment, and again, that doesn't happen every night. But it needs to happen more frequently than it is happening right now. And I also think it's the perception. It's not the reality. The reality is we got a damn good player. The perception is, is he doing enough? Because you don't right. see that stuff. And if it's not us saying it, it's the rest of the country. And then when you start talking about the fan vote, Steve Cooney mentioned this. You know, you don't get the fan vote. And then all of a sudden your peers are like, yeah, what's he doing? How is he affecting winning on his team? We've been a 500 team. We're not 10 games over 500. If we were, I'm telling you, his affecting on winning would be bigger. But it's not. And so right. that's the perception. And, again, Trey can't take shots and miss shots that DeAndre Hunter makes. And Trey can't make bad decisions DeAndre Hunter does on defense. Trey can't be in right. Trey can't get jump inside John Collins' body and be like the Monstars and make John Collins be more consistent night in, night out. These are all the things that Nate's got to try to work. And if you can't do all this, then, then we get back to the head coach. It's not all about Trey with the team concept, but there are style points when it comes to an all-star game, and he doesn't bring those this year. Can I hear Nate talk about Trey's accomplishments? This is what he said uh, when asked about, you know, the whole Trey and the numbers and uh, getting snubbed at the All-Star game. We, we take it for – I think some people take it for granted that, you know, he's averaging nine assists, ten assists a game. Uh, that's hard to do. And, uh, you know, he's been doing that for a, a, a long time. Um, he's a playmaker. You know, he's a guy that can uh, score the ball but also create opportunities – uh, for his teammates. So, 
this is where we are. And when the trade deadline comes and goes next week, we're going to figure out exactly what's going on and, and how things are going to shake out. And maybe the team doesn't change, but maybe it does. And if it does, I'm curious to see what direction this front office is going to go in. 404-741-0929. Mike, other news notes today. Alabama has a new coordinator. Not everybody necessarily happy about it. But I don't necessarily think it's a bad hire because Nick Saban hadn't been wrong when it comes to these things. Yeah, like he's a hot prospect. Tommy Reese is a guy that Miami tried to bring down there, what, two years ago. Uh, last year, because I think of the quarterback injuries, the Notre Dame offense was certainly, if you looked at it purely from statistics, it, it wasn't great. But Nick Saban gets his guy. Is Tommy Reese going to be the next big thing in college? A lot of mm. Alabama fans are hoping so, but they're not seeing it necessarily. It's kind of a lukewarm reaction over there in Alabama over Tommy Reese. He does not get to bring Hartman with him, the kid from Wake Forest who went to Notre Dame as far as what we're reading. I don't believe you can portal portal. Right? Yeah, I think you no. got to spend some time there in Notre Dame. But he is a he's a young gun, and Saban's trying to you know, turn the staff over. Now they got to find a defensive coordinator. Yeah, and there's still Todd. Oh, by the way, for us Georgia fans, Todd Munkin, a second interview with the Ravens. So that's what that's, that's a little nerve. That's a little nerve wracking. Uh, he's going in. The, he's going to go somewhere, huh? Bobo. Mike Bobo. <laughs> Your chance to win Brian Adams tickets right now. Caller 7-404-741-0929. He is coming to Atlanta. Gas South Arena. Special guest, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. It is Sunday, June 18th. Your tickets right now. We've got a pair for you at 404-741-0929. Caller 7. When we come back, we find out. More information about some of the prospects this week from the Senior Bowl as Chuck Smith joins us on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Senior Bowl in Mobile. And, and Chuck, first and foremost, we talked to you earlier in the week. You were like, hey, I'm, I'm involved a little bit more than I thought I would be. But that, that's a good thing, <laughs> yeah. right? That's a good thing because you got a chance to see probably yeah. a lot more up close than you might have uh, if you didn't get involved as they asked you to do. So tell us what you learned, man. What did you see this week? I learned that the Senior Bowl is a mega-sized operation with hundreds of people trying to work together, real in the same direction. Jim Nagy's done a phenomenal job, executive director. Um, they have everything from group leaders, and I was one of those guys. But I will give uh, Jim a lot of credit. They gave me a little deeper role this year where I was actually on the field helping uh, with the players during the one-on-ones. I was directly working you know, had a chance to work with both staffs. I was the group leader over all the D-line and linebackers. And it went from really a group leader to where I was not only helping at the position drills with all the NFL coaches. And um, we were chopping it up. I, it was a proud moment for me when some of those cats wanted to know what I thought, and they were NFL position coaches. So it was really humbling. You know, but I am 53, so I'm old as hell. It is a new young generation <laughs> He is looking at me like grandpops out there. <laughs> well, Chuck, which one of these young bucks really looks like the big dog? Who, who's, who's the lead dog as far as all the defensive linemen? Well, I think uh, the two guys that stood out, I, I, and I'll tell you who I think the big dog is. I give a lot of credit to Zach Pickens out of South Carolina. He really helped himself, did a lot of good stuff. But Tommy Wah, I can't pronounce his last name, but he's out of Northwestern. Those guys end up being the players of the week. But I think really – to me, the, the two guys that really, really stood out to me was Will McDonald from Iowa State. I mean, on the edge, this guy is an unbelievable 
player. He can bend. He can, I mean, play in space. He's super confident. I mean, you should have had him and Mike Tom- him and Mike Tomlin was talking smack like they was two cats standing, hey, sitting on the stoop in Brooklyn, man, snapping <laughs> jokes, man. I mean, you know, he was that kind of guy. I tell you, also, you know, um, Keon White, to me, with potential and what he did to me, he was the player that showed the most upside and, and probably ready to play now. You know, a lot of people, I got a lot of texts and stuff and actually tweets from guys in Atlanta who watched Georgia Tech over and over and over, and they were like, man, he's not a top 10 or he's not even a first-rounder. Well, I said, I guess all 1,000 NFL scouts and all the guys I was behind those closed doors with this weekend are wrong. Mm. Keon White is the truth, man. And he's a, a, a guy who can play in. He's 6'4", 280. But they're, listen, they're, hey, guys, I'm going to tell you this. There's a lot of talent, like, K, like uh, K.J. Henry out of Clemson, like Byron Young out of Tennessee, Foskey out of Notre Dame, even Andre Carter, who had a tough week, you know, so I, I can go on and on and on. There's going to be an opportunity for the Atlanta Falcons to fill multiple needs mm. if they use it mm. from all the way from the first all the way to the seventh. Now let's hope they get it right because I was a witness, and these guys, this is a great front seven draft class. Mm. Keon White, by the way, um, our buddy Daniel Jeremiah says he thinks he's a first-round pick, which is strong. Um, and, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the fact that he went to Georgia Tech and they had a down year, uh-huh. I think people confuse that, you know, with he can't play. Right. Right? Teams have down years. We've seen, Chuck, teams in college football not be great, but that doesn't mean they don't have great players. So it's funny because we said this, Keon White, and, and I had a guy go, Georgia, Georgia Tech kid, he went to Tech. That doesn't mean anything about projecting to the NFL. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. No, I mean, listen, the scouts put on the tape. If you watch this kid, listen, these are GMs. They, they didn't got the team. So the thing that's interesting, when they come out now and hear Daniel Jeremiah, all the teams, the seasons are over. So everybody's, you know, all the guys, they've been recruiting and scouting these guys for years. They've been scouting these guys. They go and see all the information, and then they watch the tape. And I was in there. So I'm in these rooms now, and, you know, I'm here in these NFL execs. They say, hey, we want to see Keon White at the three tech. We want to see Keon White versus this guy. That's how deep this thing is. Okay. okay. So they are knowing who's who. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's deep like that, but that ain't got nothing to do with it. It is. Big Chuck Smith, guys. He is an expert pass rush. Again, he gets down there. He just wants to evaluate the talent. They, they, they give him a whistle. Carl, next you know he's on the clock. So, Chuck, what about offensive line? If uh, if we don't address some of these things, yeah. D-tackle or O-line, through free agency, uh, do you see some good, uh, you know, second, third ranks? I, I don't think we're going to dedicate a first-round pick to an offensive lineman, but how about the depth of O-line in this draft? Uh, I think there's some good offensive linemen now. I'll tell you this. There were some cats that really stood out. It was some big-man battles down there. And I got to hold up. I'm, I'm looking at my little sheet real quick. I'm, I'm not trying to. Okay. I got to say this cat's name. You might have him right off the top of your head. The kid from North Dakota State, the redhead kid. And I was around him a million times. What is his name? Where is he? I'm looking at the sheet. But I'm not going to, because we ain't got but limited time. Listen, somebody going to text it in. I can't find this cat's name. Hey, they got a cat from North Dakota. Cody Mark. Cody Mark is the dude. Cody Mark. And I'm sorry I can't remember because he wasn't in my group, but I was around him, messing around with him, talking. Because I told him one day, I was like, bro, if I'm you and you're going against the guys I'm dealing with, you're supposed to try to kill them. You, I'm telling you, try to tap them out. 
This cat said, that's what I'm going to do, sir. And I was looking for an interview. No, seriously. This dude is worth the Falcons. Tr- I don't know what, wherever. This dude's a killer, man. So I'm watching. And everybody else was like, this dude's going to be a beast. So I'm there. He's doing an interview. I'm listening to his interview at the, uh, the big the, the national media event a couple of days ago. Somebody said, you know, if you weren't playing football and when you get done with playing football, what are you going to do? He said, I'm just going to go to back to my daddy's farm and I'm going to just be a farmer. <laughs> Man, this dude, dude, red hair, love that. 300 some pounds. He has no front teeth. Go look at him. He's a grizzly. I love him at offensive line. Yeah, you know, those kind of guys, man, those simple guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, Chuck, you're right. I mean, and they're also the kind of guys, they're not afraid, right? This whole success thing and all the hype surrounding him, he, he went to North Dakota State, all that kind of stuff, it doesn't phase these kind of guys. So it's interesting you're talking about him because uh, there are a lot of interior offensive linemen that we've been talking about this week. And, you know, yeah. whether whether it's him or – you know, uh, Osiris Torrance. There's a bunch of guys that you go, okay, he might work here. Chuck, the, the real decision is, you know, what they're going to do with Kayla McGarry. If we move on from Kayla McGarry, Mike, we got to draft an offensive lineman, mm-hmm. you know, maybe two. Who knows? So let's see, and hopefully the Falcons got a, a leg up on the old lineman when they uh, got a chance to be there at the Senior Bowl. I wanted to ask you, uh, as far as the pass rush and technique, who was up yeah. on their game? Was there a guy just – we're not talking about physical, you know, uh, capabilities. Just yeah. from a pass rushing standpoint, who was the best pass rusher you saw? I would say Will McDonald. Mm-hmm. I'd say Will McDonald out of Iowa State. He was phenomenal. He had been – to me, and then the close second would be Isaiah Foskey out of Notre Dame. Okay. And as far as on the interior, I'd say – it was a Tommy Wad, a kid out of Northwestern. If you go on video online right now, he bull rushes a guy almost to the, through the end zone yeah. in the whole nine. So, And he's one of my guys. That was predetermined. We're going to get into a fight because we're going to bull rush somebody past the goalpost. <laughs> That's a whole other story. So part, a lot of this is scripted. And I would also say Keanu Benton, big time, D-tackle, had great rushes out of Wisconsin. He helped make money, too. So it was, it was a couple guys. I know you said one. But right. those are the guys who had the highest pass rush skill and potential. And I know we need, I know this is not your area of expertise, but you're a natural athlete, Chuck. Wide receivers, too. Are there <laughs> anybody that popped? Because we do uh, need to add a wide receiver to this roster. Nope. I did not talk to one wide receiver. <laughs> I'm not even going to – I ain't going to fake the funk, Mike. I didn't – that wasn't in my wheelhouse, bro. I'm sorry. Anybody from a small school? <laughs> <laughs> well, you maybe you didn't recognize that, right. or you didn't even look at him. The only person I talked to really from the offense, I talked to all the offensive linemen, but I kind of spent a little time with my other VFL. Okay, one Mister Hendon Hooker. So we spent some time together, Hendon for Tennessee fans. He should be ready to for, for training camp, though. That's I mean, good. That's, that's a good thing. For what him. is he hearing, He'll Charles? Chuck, what is he hearing about where he's going to go? He's definitely going to get drafted. I mean, I talked to a couple of scouts about it, and they said, uh, you know, I was asking about him. They said some good things about him, but they said he'll definitely get drafted. They think that he can be a quality player in the NFL, you know, come in obviously as a backup, and one day they believe that he could be a starter. That's our man, Big Chuck Smith, breaking it down, guys. And, again, if you're looking for, you know, some talent, I know there's the East-West Shrine game did not provide much offense. A lot of defensive players, certainly, and from smaller schools like the MAC. But there were some big dogs down there at the Senior Bowl. How many of these guys will it translate? 
to the draft. I know that uh, Chuck mentioned a couple of guys on Tuesday. The name keeps coming up, Carl, that Will McDonald, the edge rusher from Iowa State. Yeah. And that could be a dude. Look, we need edge rush. Whether we get it in the first round, second round, Chuck mentioned, it's not like he does one thing particularly fantastically, but Keon White continues to impress. The uh, Didn't watch much of him, admittedly, because of Georgia Tech's season until Brent Key got things turned around. But Keon White's getting a lot of love as an edge rusher. Yeah, we were talking with Chuck. It's, it's not about a school having a down year. It's about the individual talent and how that talent translates to the NFL. I think he he potentially might could be a first round pick. I mean that's how he's his his stock has gone right. up. We'll see. All right, man, we got to get to tonight's game winner, my friend. All right, man, we just learned today we would have had guy talk, but today we talked to Steve Coonan at four forty that uh, they're bringing back King of the Hill. Is it going to be on Fox or FX, Squid? On Hulu, so they're bringing oh, King of the nice. Hill back. Okay, <laughs> damn it, Bobby. So yeah, so Hank and company will be back. So we just got us talking during the commercial break. Your favorite animated series for adults in other words technically all the way back to the flintstones that was more aimed at adults back when the 60s when it dropped. Yeah, <laughs> hey buddy so your favorite cartoon i know you and i are big fans of rick and morty Funny. there's a lot of options and there's a lot of great work that's done right here in atlanta with the adult swim guys and cartoon network your favorite cartoon and if you want to take it back to your childhood we'll let you that's right sweet we can talk about the cats and jammer kids 404-741-0929 your favorite cartoon hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. So don't stink. Call now, 404-741-0929. Today's question. Hey, man, looks like they're going to bring back a Boomhauer, which uh, I still say when Squid Billy years ago was uh, talking to Jimbo Fisher, then the coach of Florida State, it was literally... Dueling Boomhauers. You needed subtitles. Squid Billy and Jimbo got into this give and take. I was just saying, Carlos, Carlos, coming to the studio. He's uh, washing his hands because he likes to keep a clean studio. Uh, we were saying that when Squid Billy and Jimbo Fisher talked back was in 2014, and they were on hold, and Coach, he's like, Coach, good to have you on the show, man. We're really glad you. Well, I'm really glad to be here, man. Really looking forward to talking to these guys. A little bit of a market, a big lot of for Seminole fans. And I was literally like, wow, yeah, I, I needed subtitles. But that gets us back to King of the Hill. Boom Hour is one of those characters. King of the Hill apparently coming back. Chris said on Hulu, by the way. So of course, Carl, you gotta pay. So you do. play. Yeah, you do. You That's do. What they do? You create content you want. I uh, and I do actually. I watch Hulu because they run back all those great shows that you miss, and then you right. can find 
you know, shows you might have, uh, like series you might have watched. But I got to tell you, man, I, I still get, I think it's, I don't know if it's underrated. It's been on for so long, Mike, but The Simpsons, they, that's a standard, right? Right. They yeah. kind of set the bar. I mean, you're talking about 30 years of being on. Vote early, vote often, vote Quimby. <laughs> 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 Mr. Burns. That's great, man. Yeah, I mean, me personally. Uh, we're talking adult cartoons, or again, even Bugs Bunny had themes that adults would get the joke. So, 404-741-0929, tonight's game winner. I love Archer. Archer on FX makes, oh, me, laugh. It makes me laugh out loud. That, that's a good one. I know we love Rick and Morty. So, there you go. We uh, we uh, sprinkle the infield for you. Chris, who's up first tonight? Davis, hey, man, you're in the game, bro. Hey, man. Hey, hey man. man. I, I got to go with two. Family guy. Yes. But, as you said, Bugs. Funny and the and the uh, Bugs Bunny hour. Yeah, man. When I was a kid, and again, you didn't know they were where the because the jokes worked on multi left. That's right. But remember, whenever Bugs Bunny would do the remember the baseball episode, he's swinging a this one, two, two three, three. Strikes out. He has to run and go to the top of the Umpire State Building to get the to catch the home run. That's great. That just makes me chuckle. Who's up next? Patrick, hey Patrick, adult or kid cartoons? You loved him. What you got for us tonight? Hey man. Hey, hey man. man. Hey, man, real quick, over the last year, I've been all over the Southeast listening to different sports talk shows. Atlanta, we don't realize how spoiled and lucky we are. We oh, stop it. To this show every day. Stop you it. Guys, there's somebody that calls themselves the best damn sports show. They're wrong because this is it. So that being said, uh, it was it was like uh, Bill, you know, Bill and Ted reminded me of, uh, of uh, Beavis and Butthead. Right. But then South Park came along. And, man, what they get away with on that show throughout the years just blows me away. Yeah. yeah. South Park, I mean, and the way they're able to, if something happens that's big, a big story in America, they can turn and produce that within, like, 72 hours and have that thing ready to go on the on, on, a, on the Cartoon Network, or sorry, on Comedy Central. The thing that I love about all these adult cartoons is they get away with stuff that you could not get away with on a sitcom. You right. could not get away with on a oh. normal show that used oh. to be acceptable, Mike. So you right. do it this way with these characters and you can kind of go a little bit in on things. Right. I'm with you. I mean, South Park's a given, man. The uh, this, <laughs> the special episodes that Randy's you know, growing medical marijuana out there in Colorado. Who's up next, Chris? Mike. Hey, man, you're in the game on Dukes and Bell. What you got? Dukes, Bell, Boomhauer. How are you, gentlemen? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so it's, it's South Park. That's the bar it's set. Um, obviously, we've got um, we've got uh, what, what you guys said earlier, Rick and Marty, number two. But I've got a request for a game winner next week, and it all stems from this Arian Foster conversation. Okay. And the backstory: so Arian Foster said that in jest during the podcast. The whole point was he was set up to say something dumb. He, he said something dumb, and he <laughs> people took it and ran with it. Right. Um, about, the fix, about the fix, about the fix being in, right? Right, right, right. Well, but, but what I want to hear is what moment in sports history or what season in sports history do you want rewritten and how? Oh, well, there's only one. It's the 2016 NFL season. Carl and I would win eighteen thousand dollars, and the Falcons are Super Bowl champions. And before Georgia got things back on track, and the Atlanta Braves, this the whole the whole trajectory of Atlanta sports changes. Carl, I've only cried a few days in my life, Mike. That was one of them. Yep. I got to be honest with you, man. Super Bowl 51. If I could change any season, that's it. It just it changes everything. It truly does. Hey, man, we got time for one more, Chris? Hey, talking about great cartoons. Squeed, what you got, brother? 
Hey, man. Hey, man. I, I got to go along with these other guys. Uh, South Park's got to be the one. That's my favorite. And have a good weekend, guys. Thanks. You got it? You mean it's not. You <laughs> 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 know what I used to love when Beavis and Butthead run MTV? Come on. And they'd show the videos. And, and so they'd have, like, Depeche Mode. And the guy's like, hey, Beavis, he's looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. When he that, wants to when do that you. First, Shut up. When that first came out, they said the first episode was like 93. It was the like yeah. We had Beavis and Butthead drops and all that stuff right. way, way, way back when. It was <laughs> uh, the great Cornholio. The great Cornholio. <laughs> uh, this guy knows about Beavis and Butthead. Hey. Mike Judge made a fortune off all that. Right. And then he did, didn't he do King of the Hill? Yes. That, that, that's how we got on the too? subject. They're bringing it back apparently yeah. on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure he made like... You know, gazillions of dollars off right. all this. Ren and Stimpy too. Somebody <laughs> just hit me up. <laughs> Stimpy, you idiot! Yeah, I, I had about a Ren and Stimpy. I had a Stimpy like uh, a doll. It was like a, a Stimpy toy, and if you squeezed it, it made a fart noise. Oh, so again, well, I mean, something you'd find in Spencer's gifts. Squidbilly is right? you know after named after a cartoon character. So uh, mine was Hong Kong Fooey. Hong uh, Kong Fooey. This <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. So. You get the file and, cabinet, and, go out and go and do it. And then Foghorn Leghorn. That right. was the other oh, one yeah. too. So. Yeah, a bigger than your stomach, son. <laughs> <laughs> they were all great. They were said, all great. I said man. the boy's got the ambition. He just ain't got the know how. <laughs> I mean, Yosemite Sam. I mean, it just it was the best. Your long eared galoot. It was the best. The best. I so, see. I see. <laughs> so, what do you got coming up tonight? Oh man, uh, short show. Obviously, we got. Uh, we're on till eight thirty tonight. Then we'll hand it off to Hawks basketball. But we're we're gonna really dive deep into this article that I read on. NFL.com about building rosters in the NFL. And mm. the very first person that they quote is Thomas Dimitrov. Oh. And there's a lot of revisionist history about some stuff. And oh. A lot of Michigas and a lot of misinformation and just. You mean he didn't build the uh, way you thought well, he built? I mean, I, I was pretty. I, mm. I did my podcast. I was fired up reacting right. to all of this kind of stuff. That's interesting. It was it's just, all Dan Quinn's fault. Uh, <laughs> Come you know, on, they were I, team builders. Yeah, I mean, look, I told Quinn the first day I met him, I said, watch your back with this guy. It's the first thing I said to him. He looked at me like his eyes got big. By the way, Dimitrov has not since been hired by any NFL team. Right, last and, time and I checked. He, he comes across as like the, the Julio trade was this revolutionary thing. Well, you had all of your pieces in place. You, you had your offensive defense. John Abraham had 13 sacks coming off that right. season when they traded for Julio. Right. Matt Ryan was your core. 1,700 yards for Michael hey. Turner. Like you had Imagine 13. had you drafted J.J. Watt. Right. Imagine that. Right. Imagine if we, Carl, we had a defense, because Abraham would have retired, but we would have had a defensive stud right. for a decade. But Hall I of mean, Famer. Abraham had 22 and a half sacks between 10 and 11. That's more than we had this year as a roster. That's more mm-hmm. than we had last right. year as a roster. Right. So, I mean, you had all your pieces in place. I mean, it wasn't like he it, it reinvented the wheel or anything mm-hmm. like that, but... I don't know. It, and then when you make a move like that, you have to continue to validate it with uh, supple- right. scenario contracts. Right. You've got to continue rolling and right. rolling, rolling and with they Julio. Went thirteen and right. three, like in a right. year later, and they were in the you know division well, round, and why, they got why are, by the Packers. Why are your veins bulging? Stay right yeah. there, John Chuck. I'm, I'm coming fired up. up today. You got your got your baby aspirin? Uh, yeah, I already took it. Okay, okay. <laughs> good. Let's get out of here and clear our throat. Dukes and Bella wrapping up another show, so it's time for Let Me Clear My Throat. On Sports Radio 92.9, oh! the game. Thanks to Chuck Smith today. Steve Coonanhawk, CEO. All interviews online at odyssey.com. If you want to go check them out, next week's going to be very interesting as we count down to the trade deadline. Uh, and again, as of right now, if you're just joining the show, uh, Kyrie wants out. 
So we'll mm. see where he's going to end up. We'll see how the Hawks do tonight as well. They take on the Jazz, as you heard, John Chuckery, 8.30 pregame, 9 o'clock tip. Mike Conte will have the pre-half and post for you. And Steve Holman, bang, with the call. And we'll be talking about what they do over the weekend. Tonight, Jazz, Nuggets tomorrow. We'll be talking about it because Monday they're at the Pelicans before coming back home to take on the Suns on Thursday next week. Hey, Turtle, great job as always, man. Behind the glass, Bo Morgan, executive producing. Mike Bell, let's get out of here and start our weekend. Yeah. Clear your throats. We've spent a lot of time the last year talking about leadership, leadership in a clubhouse. Who's going to replace Freddie? You know, then it became who's going to replace Dansby. We're going to find out this year. Yeah. We've talked about it with the Hawks. Who is the leader? Who's the guy you rally around? Don't really have one. Reason I bring it up is earlier today, and they're doing more media when they get into the Super Bowl, but Fletcher Cox of the Eagles says they love playing for Jalen Hurts. That's a defensive tackle talking about his quarterback. They love everything about him, his leadership, the work he puts in, in the film room, in the weight room, how he handles himself. Leadership matters, and the good teams have leaders. Who's going to risk it? Who's going to take a chance to trade for Kyrie? Is it going to be the Lakers or the Suns? Or the Mavericks? Mm. Here's the bigger question. Who's giving him four years, $200 million? Because that (laughs) is what he's asking for. Are you crazy? He is. If you love the show. Tell your friends. If you don't. uh, You definitely are a long-eared galoot. Well, I mean, sometimes a guy deserves a beating. You know, sometimes. There we go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.